Welcome to this special episode of our Classics podcast. In 2021, the Faculty of Classics, in partnership with the Archive of Performances of Greek and Roman Drama, invited young people aged 11 to 18 from across the UK to perform a piece of ancient drama or deliver a spoken word composition. A judging panel of academics and performing arts professionals were delighted to watch nearly a hundred short films. The quality of performance was consistently high. It was a very difficult task indeed to whittle down the entries to our winners. And I'm delighted that in this podcast, I will be talking to these winners. First up, I'd like to introduce Sydney Mann. Sydney, can you tell me how old you are, what college or school you go to, and where in the country you're based, please? Hi, so I'm 17. I'm from South East London, and I'm currently taking A-levels at Harris Academy Greenwich. Sorry, Sydney, one more question. Can you tell me which category of the competition you entered and won? I entered in the spoken word element of the competition. Fantastic, thank you. And if we move on now to Bianca Kana, can you tell us, Bianca, how old are you? Which school or college do you go to? And where are you based? Hello, my name is Bianca Kana. I'm 12 years old and I go to St Helens School in Northwood, London. And I decided to enter this competition because I've always had a passion for acting and drama and I just really enjoy literature and Greek. Great, thanks Bianca. And can you tell us, which of the categories did you enter? So I entered solo translation. That's brilliant, thank you. So if we come on to our final category now, can we move on to our group? Can you introduce yourselves please and tell us which school or college you go to and where are you based? We go to a Royal Grammar School for Girls and we're in the northwest of England on the Royal. I'm Aiko, I'm 15. I'm Ayla and I'm 15. And I'm Grace and I'm 15. So you're a group of entrants. Can you tell us a little bit about your category? Um, well, we were given a piece of uh, a chorus piece from Greek theatre and we had to perform it as a group, like as like a chorus. Um, and we had to like act and do as a group and like in some by ourselves some simultaneously like different lines and we just had to put together like a little performance from that. Fantastic thank you so much so I'm going to stick with the group here and ask you what made you want to enter this ancient drama competition? Um, we did ancient Greek theatre in year eight and I think we found it like very interesting like learning about the different methods and like the over exaggeration of it and that we had about competition through our teacher, Mr. Bezik, and we thought it might be interesting to go. Yeah, I, I personally found it like really interesting, like all the ways, different ways it's performed and things. Plus, I think we did like the group one because we wanted to do it like with our friends, you know, because we knew that we were all interested in it. So there were obviously like the three different sections. So we chose the group one in hopes that we'd be able to like do it together. It's a really fun process as well to do it like with our friends and yeah something we're interested in. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was good to do it together and like, it, it was just fun as well. 
This is great to hear. It's great to hear that you found it a positive experience, both because you enjoy Greek drama, but also because you enjoy spending time together as friends. So it sounds like this was a win-win experience and you guys ended up as the winners. So, you know, it's win-win-win. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mr. Beswick is joining us on the podcast. So I wonder if we can maybe ask Sir a question now. How did you find out about the competition? I found out through the competition through the Instagram uh, because we, as, as the girls said, we do study ancient Greek theatre in year eight and in our A-level where we look at the play Antigone. Uh, so I was really passionate about finding opportunities in which we could celebrate the history of theatre, the origins of theatre, and the girls are fascinated by the mythology, the sort of recurring characters, as well as the plot lines. I think they really like the tragic plot lines and all the chaos that surrounds that as well. So I was really keen to to really give them an opportunity and a platform to share their passion and to perform and work together to create a nice creative piece of drama. So well done, sir, for finding out about the competition on Instagram and well done uh, our group translation for submitting such a compelling short film. So I'd like to move back now to Bianca and to ask Bianca, why did you choose to submit your entry to this competition? So I chose to submit my entry because I really enjoy drama and literature and Greek. I just find it really interesting. And I really also love monologues. I've done a few before and I really like perform them. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm going to ask Sydney the same question. Sydney, what made you want to enter this Oxford University competition about ancient drama? I've always had a liking for, obviously, as everyone else has said, um, for acting. But I had never really had an opportunity to display this liking outside of my school. So I've been very enclosed throughout my life. So um, I thought on a whim, kind of, I had this opportunity. So I'd take it and submit something to my taste. And um, when I was younger and I'd perform, I would always perform um, with another person on stage because I have a little bit of stage fright, um, which I think everyone else might agree with me. And it was a confidence boost for me to be able to produce something to a high standard of my liking and um, it coming out as a positivity and um, coming first place. Yeah, because you, you won the solo spoken word category. So you were absolutely performing alone for that one. So it sounds like you've mastered that stage fright and have managed to perform alone to a really high standard. So well done. Um, I wonder if you can tell us a little bit, Sydney, about the piece that you performed. So I performed a poem called Icarus by Kay Tempest. And I'm sure the viewers will know about the story of Icarus, um, the boy who flew too close to the sun and he burnt and he fell. When I heard about this competition, I had absolutely no idea what to pick. So my first idea was go to my English teacher because they know everything and whatever. But um, for some reason, the first person that I ended up walking into was my science teacher. And I was like, oh, miss, do you know any um, spoken words? She was like, Icarus by Kay Tempest. And I was like, I have never heard of them, but I'll look it up. And um, I really fell in love with the poem. So, and to be safe, I went to my other teachers to ask them, but that poem really stuck with me. So that really stuck with me when I performed it. So I felt like I was able to give passion behind it because it was so inspiring towards me. Fantastic, thank you. And I'm gonna ask Bianca the same question. Can you tell us a little bit about the performance that you chose? 
So I also went to my Latin teacher to ask him a bit about what I should do about the competition. And he he gave me a book about Greek poems and I found the book really helpful. But my favorite poem that was there was um, a poem called The Grouch by Menander, who was a Greek playwright for comedy. And I just found the poem, it was really interesting to perform and I really enjoyed performing it. Brilliant. And did you find it funny, Bianca? Yes, I found it really funny as well. Great. And if I move on now to the group, can you tell me a little bit about the piece that you chose for your group performance? What was it? Um, we chose an extract from Antigone, got a strong female lead character. I um, thought it was interesting. I think we looked at other stuff like Medea, um, but we thought like the group chorus from Antigone would suit us best. Yeah, we found the the extract that we were looking at quite interesting. I thought it worked well with like the group that we were sort of like the atmosphere we were trying to create within the group and everything. So for those people who might not have seen your winning film, can you tell us which section of Antigone you chose to perform? So they the girls looked at the the prologue, the choralode after the prologue, sorry, where it's the chorus are celebrating the end of the war in Thebes and but also sort of recounting the tragedy that's happened of the loss of the two brothers and introducing Creon as the new leader of Thebes and that's what the girls were trying to encapsulate that sort of preparing the ground of the, the rest of the play. And how did you prepare for the performance? Obviously the uh, competition is likely to run again next year and so there might be some people who are looking for your top tips. Um, so when we, we found the extract first and then because it was just like a block of text instead of, you know, giving our lines, we sat down and we um, we read through it and then we decided where we'd, where we'd split it up, like where we'd say stuff together and where we'd have it separately. And then once we figured that out, we started like blocking it and like practicing it. So like the different, uh, where we'd stand and stuff like that. Yeah, so once we sort of like, once we sort of set it out and knew what we were going to do, we started running through it and making it more fluid. And like, then we started like going away from our rehearsals and like at home learning the text so that we could obviously focus more on the fluidity and everything because we wouldn't have to like look at a sheet and we had both of our hands and all of that. So yeah, so we, it was just more sort of like step by step when we just got through it. And I feel like we, we decided what to do like physically depending on the line so like it it felt like it had more of a meaning yeah that's something that you definitely really enjoyed was like critically analyzing the text deciding which bits you would do in unison and antiphonal and a bit of canon work you you really got to grips with that i thought and that was really instrumental to your process yeah it's like um and then and when we were then we'd have to like look at it and just make go over it and try and like cut things out or if we felt like we had to add more and yeah, stuff like that. so we filmed it for like an outside perspective so we put it somewhere in the room and like filmed our performance so that we could watch it back and be like right that doesn't really look right we're going to change that yeah because it, it can be hard to analyze when it when you're performing it but i think when you can watch it or um we would ask mr Bezik as well like towards the end of the process if there's anything we can improve on 
thank you so much for these rich insights to your process. I know that the judges are going to find this so interesting because obviously we only saw the final outputs, but actually now hearing everything that went into making the final output, the compelling film that it is, is so interesting. And I know also that future entrants are going to be so appreciative of hearing how you, the winners, got to that gold standard performance. I've got one more question for you. What top tips do you have for learning lines? I think it's a thing that you're either like, you either find really easy or you struggle with. And if you struggle with them, you'll probably need like more strategies and everything. But me personally, I find it quite not easy, but they stick with me, especially if I feel something towards them. So it's like I read over them and I get the gist of them, you know, but I still can't learn it off by heart. And then I just sort of reread them and go through it. And then I say it and skip out lines that I don't know and look at those lines once I've gone back over it and all of that. So it just sort of like gets into your brain. And then even I find once you've learned it, don't let it go. So you learn it and then you just even in bed doing whatever you want to like whatever you're doing you just go over it in your head or out loud at any point you can i think understanding the text is crucial because um it's got to be more than just words i think you've got to understand what you're saying so um even if you don't remember every single word at first you if you remember like the, the plot like we did i think it was very short but if we remember like, the basic ideas of it we could just go over it again when we did the physical things, uh, I found it easier to remember because we had like certain actions that went with certain lines that like, I don't know, they kind of went together in my head. Fantastic. Okay, so I'm going to come on now to Sydney and ask you, Sydney, how did you prepare for your performance? What tips do you have to offer? Like the group was saying, I think not only learning the lines are obviously important, but learning the emotion and the passion behind when you're speaking it is also really important. So obviously I learned the lines, that was the basic level of it, but um, I read it from a different point of view because I knew I wasn't reading it from the perspective of Icarus, I was reading it from a perspective of an onlooker. So I was wondering how would this person feel when he's reading it? Would he be happy? Would he be sad? Would he get frustrated? So when I performed it, I started off um, quite neutral, quite neutral tone, like um, like a narrator would. But um, as the performance went on, he started getting more frustrated because how could Icarus be so like vain and go up to the sun, like just stay in your lane? Um, and then towards the end, it was almost as if he was grieving this character because you're grieving the loss of a person because if he just listened to his father, he wouldn't have gotten into this position. So I think learning the emotions was a really key aspect to me because um unlike the group performance i didn't have um physical aspects behind it so for me the emotion and then setting the scene for me like in the performance there was a bright light shining into my face and when i was performing i envisioned it as the sun so i was looking at it and i was in i was getting fueled from it and it was lighting me from the inside that is absolutely fascinating, Sydney. Thank you so much. And Bianca, what about you? How did you prepare for your performance? So you were in the solo translation category. What tips do you have for entrance next year? So I practice after school a lot as well with my older sister. And um, it was really comforting to have someone around you when you're practicing this and giving you tips on how to improve like your speech 
or your emotions or like just how to make it sound a lot nicer. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Um, so as you may or may not be aware, at the moment, creative and performing arts aren't really prioritised in curriculum policy. So for example, they don't count on the EBAC. I wonder what you think drama brings to the curriculum. I'm going to start with Mr Beswick. <laughs> I am passionate about drama being on the curriculum and we're really lucky that drama is taught once a week here at Key Stage 3 and an option for GCSE and A-level. Drama brings creativity, innovation, critical thinking skills and that collaboration where the girls and pupils are working together for a desired aim but also allowing them to develop their skills in empathy, to be able to stand in someone else's shoes and look at different opinions and viewpoints, but also a historical aspect. So exploring and examining the wide range of how theatre and drama has developed over the centuries and how the texts from, like for example, for ancient Greek texts are still relevant to today's modern society. And that's something that, that we find really rewarding in lessons is having those rich discussions surrounding how things have changed or how things are, haven't changed. And, what we love about ancient Greek theatre is, as Aiko was saying before, is the powerful sort of female role models that, that are prevalent within the text. And yet the society in which that they were performed to had obviously the polar opposite views to women and how the audience would perceive that. It's, it's a really exciting and enriching opportunity for discussions. And yeah, it brings real value to the girls and to their well-being. And what about Mr. Beswick's students? Do you have anything to add on that? I think personally, we really enjoyed our drama lessons. Like just being just being away from the desk and like using a different part of your brain has been very helpful. And like communicating and just like um, expressing ourselves properly, I think. I think that's really helped us. Yeah, and the step up from primary to secondary school is like very different. Like suddenly you get all of these tests and you're really stressed and everything. And I feel like drama gives you sort of like a break from it while still benefiting you so you're not just relaxing but not getting anything done you're also you're relaxing and having fun but while also like benefiting from it and I think that's really rewarding like mentally yeah it's like an outlet it's like an outlet of like everything that you just like over all the other lessons it's just it's not it's like nothing else we do in school it's just it's, it's special I think it, it's it's really essential especially for like a seven, eight and nine, where, you know, school is meant to be fun as well. I found, I think I find that drama brings like lots of confidence and like opens you up to like different things and, and different experiences that you might not experience anywhere else. And um, if I move on to Bianca, what would you say about the value of drama? I think that drama is really helpful and it's really important because a lot of people say that they find it really hard to act in front of others because they get stage fright. But if the more you practice and get over that stage fright, you understand it better and you can step outside your comfort zone. And it's really useful skill to learn as well. Sydney, do you agree? I completely agree. Because I think being able to express yourself is so important. And I don't understand how the curriculum would be without drama or any other creative arts aspect in the school. 
like I think it's quite therapeutic also because if you struggle to um, outlet your emotions going to drama class my drama teacher made me cry once but it was a good thing it was a good thing drama is so important and I think it creates like-minded individuals who are able to go out in the world and express themselves and encourage other people who might not have done drama to be able to be free and just let themselves express themselves however they want so yeah I completely agree Brilliant. Well, I think we have got a ringing endorsement from the winners on the podcast for the value of drama on the curriculum. Um, I've got a question for you now, which is a little bit more specific, and that is about ancient drama. So often as a classicist, when I tell people that I study the ancient world, and when I tell people that I'm interested in ancient drama, they say, ah, oh, but that's irrelevant that has no value for contemporary life in the 21st century. Thinking about your experience in this ancient drama competition at the University of Oxford, what would you say to those people who think that ancient drama is irrelevant in today's world? I'm going to start with Sydney. I think their opinions are a little bit irrelevant, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's just as important as any other piece of history in our lifetime because history shapes where we get to today. Wars, everything is really important. And I think ancient drama is just as important as it's created. And I, I think they need to check before they speak, to be honest. Excellent. Thank you, Sydney. And what about you, Bianca? What would you say to these people who say that Asian drama is irrelevant? So ancient drama is really interesting and it's got a lot of things where you can like be curious about. They've got a lot of plays, they've got comedies and tragedies. I find them really interesting and it's just as important as other subjects. Okay, great. And if we move on to the group, um, what would you say to these people who say that ancient drama is irrelevant? I think that with ancient drama, and especially with our text, that it shows like how women were perceived in like society and that can be like compared to how women are perceived in society today and you can put in comparisons. Yeah, I think it I think it's just like it's really prevalent. I think and I think especially if you're looking at modern drama now, it's hard to not look at ancient drama because that, that's where it started. You can't have a full understanding of it if you don't look back at its roots. So it's kind of hard to say it's irrelevant, especially when I think there are really like similar themes and plots in modern dramas or in ancient dramas. Yeah, it's like that, like ancient drama is the base to modern drama. And I think you can't properly understand modern drama without the history behind it, which is why we learn history everywhere, because we understand why things are the way they are and how they've changed and why they've changed and all the background. I find it more interesting actually like I find ancient drama like more interesting than modern drama there's more like the themes are like the more know, more interesting to me yeah, and I think you can just you can tell a lot about the time period from the drama because you can you can look at the text at face value and then you can also like look back at it and look at the context and it makes it really interesting so if we think now about those people who might be unsure about whether to submit an entry for upcoming ancient drama competitions. They could invest time in submitting to the solo translation, the solo spoken word, the group translation, or they could spend that time doing something else. 
what would you say to them? Let's start with uh, Aiko, Grace and Isla. Well, um, I think my answer to that would just be like, just go for it, like just sort of do it because you're no worse off if you do do it and you don't get anything out of it. You know what I mean? You still get that experience, especially for me, it was like, it was with my friends. I really enjoyed getting to this point and I really enjoyed working with them like on the rehearsals we had. So I think it, like I benefited from the experience. So it was a bit like if I hadn't won anything, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have lost anything and I probably would have gained the experience so it would have been worth it either way. Uh, yeah I think I think um, you should just give it a go because it's opened up like like I've become since I've done it I've been more interested in ancient drama than I was if I hadn't done it. And I, I think there are misconceptions especially if you like hear like ancient Greek it sounds like you know it, it's old it's um it's, it's boring but it's just it wasn't and it was really accessible for us as well like um, just approaching it like we would normally with a different text. And and we just, we just learned new stuff and we got to spend time together. And it was just a really fun experience. And like Grace said, even if we hadn't won anything, uh, we wouldn't have missed out at all. Yeah, I found that um, even if like ancient drama wasn't like someone's like interest, I, the things I've learned from doing it, I've been able to bring into like my drama lessons and just general, generally it's been learned a lot and gained a lot. Can I ask Mr. Beswick the same question? What would you say to those teachers who may be on the fence about whether or not to share this composition with their students? Get them in at lunchtime. Um, and this is what these girls did. They, they did it as an extracurricular sort of opportunity and they just completely soared with it. I had little minimal input really because the students just took total ownership. They were passionate, they were driving it. And it was just so rewarding for, for me as a teacher to see their passion grow and develop and then to be really successful as well. It was just, they were a great asset to the school and to themselves and especially to the department. Brilliant, thank you so much. Okay, so if we go to Sydney now, Sydney, what would you say to this potential entrant who's thinking, maybe I'll enter, maybe I won't? I say, what's the worst that can happen? Because if you want to put yourself out there, put yourself out there. Find the website, click on the entries, see the requirements, and then seize the moment and do it. Because you don't even have to be a drama student if you have a liking for reading or if you have a liking for literature, which is actually the same thing now that I think about it. Just go for it because if you don't win, like they were saying, just it's such a good feeling of putting yourself out there and taking the opportunity and the thrill of it is absolutely amazing. So I say just take the opportunity. Fantastic, thank you. And Bianca, the last word goes to you. So I'd say it's all about the experience and it doesn't really matter what comes in the end result, whether you get it or not. I feel like the main thing is that you tried your best and you had a lot of fun doing it. You learned the lines, you learned about all of the plays and um, ancient drama. And I think it's a really good experience for people to try. Excellent. Okay. Well, um, well done, everybody. Again, we're super proud of you. You guys were definitely the, um, the winners of your categories. So you should feel very proud of yourselves. And we are so delighted that you were able to take part in this podcast.